Welcome to the Wise of Texas podcast. Wise of Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. We are South Asian Voices for South Asian Voters. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Poonam Kaji, Wise of Texas board member and today's host. I want to remind all of you that this is a big election year for us. We're calling it the Masala midterm because it is big, just like the spice of Masala, and it's also important for our community. It's important for us to get out and to understand what's happening. So let's talk about some of the important dates. Um, May 24th is the runoff for the primary election. So if you've been following us on social media and on this podcast, you know there are a number of important races that are going to a runoff from the primary and you need to go vote so you can decide who's going to be on the ballot in November. There'll be early voting dates um, before the May 24th primary runoff election. There's actually another election in May as well. This is the local election. Um, it is on May 7th, 2022. We're going to talk a little bit about that today because there's so much focus on the primary and the primary runoff and the general election in November. Um, but there are local elections going on as well. And, you know, politics is local. What happens locally really matters. And so we're really excited to spend some time today focusing on that. And we have a guest to help us do that. So, Jared Ross, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a big fan, and I'm happy to be here to help in my little way to spread the message throughout our area and throughout the state about the upcoming election and about our campaign. Thanks so much. So, Jared is running for the Birdville Independent School District Board of Trustees. A little bit of a mouthful, <laughs> but we're gonna have Jared explain what that is and what's going on with the local elections. Um, just so our listeners know, Birdville is in the DFW Metroplex. It's between Dallas and Fort Worth. It's not that far from where I live. It, Birdville ISD is a specific independent school district um, in that region. So, Jared, why don't you tell us first, who are you and what are you running for? Sure. Yeah. So my name is Jared Ross. I am running for the Birdville ISD Board of Trustees, a.k.a. the school board. I've never run for any office before. I'm just a regular guy. I'm a dad, I'm a husband. I'm married to a public school teacher, um, but I'm in law enforcement and I'm not an expert in education, but I've spent almost 17 years um, here for a local police department in the DFW area. Uh, work in a variety of roles. I'm now in a leadership role and do some training and some investigations. So um, that's kind of my starting point. You know, our, our family is all about public service and about uh, we just I, we're allergic to money. So we want to just, you know, get those government <laughs> jobs where we don't get paid very much. But uh, no, but we, we that's what keeps us going um, on those hard days is to just know that maybe in some way we're we're giving back. And we do have a first grader here in Birdville ISD. So this is another way uh, that I've kind of felt called to, to give back to my local community. But I, I think your campaign is interesting for everyone to hear about because it is one of these local elections that's going on. So can you remind our listeners what's at stake in this local election? And, and you know, what is this happening in May? Um, it's different from the primary, like I said, different from the general. So what, what happens in these local elections? Sure. And then they, they make them separate for a reason, because these local elections that include mayor, city council 
and school board are nonpartisan in nature. So um, that you don't really want those tied to a, a partisan race like a primary uh, because it would get kind of confusing. And in theory, you're supposed to just um, not even know where your local candidates stand um, on, you know, major Republican or Democrat issues. You're supposed to just evaluate their plan and their their focus on taking care of whatever that pocket is of the community. So that's why they kind of carve it out separately, but it is hard to remember to go vote um, in those. But I, I tell people all the time that I think our day-to-day lives are are far more affected by our local local government entities than they are um, from anything out of you know Austin or Washington, DC. You know, these are the groups like city council mayor that you know keep your roads uh, safe, uh, provide fresh, clean drinking water, uh, fund the police department, the fire department, all those quality of life issues. And the school board is one of those. The school board essentially acts as a city council over the school district and oversees like the big picture management, uh, not necessarily the day-to-day function of the professionals uh, within the district, but big picture stuff like setting up or approving a budget, setting a focus for the future of the district, setting a culture, setting policy, um, big stuff like that. And the school board, as y'all probably know, uh, has a role in setting the property tax rate. So it's another reason yeah. that it's a, it's a very important election. Well, you know, I'll, I, this isn't original on my part. I'm sure you've heard it before, but what I've heard from people who, who run for school board is, you know, these, these are the decisions that impact our children and our taxes. So I don't know what could be more important <laughs> to most voters right. than what's going on with our children and our hard-earned money. Um, sure. So I, I think every listener needs to hear about the types of things that, that happens at the school district level, needs to realize these elections are really important, um, needs to mark their calendar for May 7 and make sure they're going to get out there and, and pick the people that um, de- you know do the best job to make our, our public school education what it should be for for kids here in Texas. So I'd love to segue into what's important to you. What is your what is your uh, campaign platform look like, and and what are you running on? I'll start by saying we have a really really good school district here in Birdville ISD. We're one of many really good school districts in the area. It's a very it's a good problem to have that there are several uh, good competitive school districts in this area and. Uh, a lot of them, if not all of them, participate in open enrollment. So you have options of where you send your, your children to school. Um, and of course, there's charter schools and private schools as well. Homeschool has become more and more popular nowadays. So it's really incumbent upon every district um, to do whatever it can to remain the best, right? We want to attract the best possible teachers. We want to produce the best possible graduates that are shining when they go to college or into the workforce. Um, it's, it's not rocket science. What, what I, what I, I think we all kind of want those same things, right? We all want our community to be the very best. And if you have that mentality, you're never going to accept the status quo or the way it's always been. And you're always going to push and, and ask questions. And that's very much kind of my approach to this is not trying to, um, burn anything down or, or, uh, you know, complain about stuff or say stuff's broken, but to just say, okay, where can we improve and where can we be cutting edge? Because the world's changing. We're becoming more diverse as a country and as a community. Our technology is advancing rapidly. Um, We all know all the pressure that our school districts have faced lately from various different entities. We have funding stresses that we're, we're facing from Austin and pertaining to our property taxes. There are just so many new things that are challenging we really have to have people in place that are forward thinking, that are passionate about uh, 
fighting for these things to be able to move forward and not just kind of settle for the way it's always been, because, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. That's the old business mantra. Right. And I think that's the same, even in local government. Yeah, no, that's a great, it's a great point. And I think for schools, I remember doing a couple of these episodes and really so much of the focus the last two years was on COVID, right? It was on how to educate our kids during a pandemic, whether we're going to do virtual learning for longer, whether masks are going on. It's like, look, it, it feels like, you know, knock on wood, we're really turning a corner here and we can focus on education itself and, and focus on um, the issues that, that make a school great. I feel like I have to I have to touch on the topic because it's so it, it's so top of mind for for voters. Um, I think the school curriculum has just come under a microscope on conversations in the classroom um, around race in America. I'm curious if you have any um, thoughts on on that topic or if you if you plan to address it in your campaign at all. Sure. I address it every day while I'm knocking on doors. It's one of the many things that come. I've been talking about it since October, if not earlier. So just to reset some of the um, understanding uh, for for the listeners. So the state uh, comes out with not necessarily the curriculum, but the standards that have to be met, right? What are the benchmarks for certain subjects at certain ages? And then they leave that up to the individual district not the school board, the experts, the, the people that have devoted their life that have PhDs and EDs that are going to craft uh, a curriculum that's going to achieve what the state is requiring uh, us to meet. So that's always been the way um, it's been done. Uh, my default response when asked is I trust those experts. Um, as a police officer, I want to be trusted as an expert and not uh, micromanage from somebody's uh, keyboard or, or couch. Um, and one thing that I find very um, interesting and ironic is that talking to people from both sides of the aisle about this issue, people that are concerned about things like CRT and, and books will, will tell me that they want history taught good and bad, which is now kind of been almost twisted into somehow in their head, they think that that's not happening. And, and, and the argument started off kind of the reverse. So it's, it's, we're really aligned on, on what we want. It's just the, the argument or the noise has gotten so loud from these politicians and people that are kind of politicizing these issues that it, we don't even know which way is up anymore. People don't even really know what they're arguing for. And we're all actually saying the same thing, right? We don't want our kids indoctrinated. We don't want our kids being made to do anything that would embarrass them or make them feel guilty. Nobody wants that. And our right. teachers don't want that. And our teachers right. aren't doing that. And if they do, that's going to be addressed on a case-by-case basis, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And we've been talking so much about kids and what they deserve, but teachers are, are part of this, too. My mom was a public school teacher in San Antonio, retired from the San Antonio um, Independent School District, a public school teacher. So I, I know, uh, and you know, teachers have had a really tough couple of years. Um I want to give you a chance to tell our listeners, how can they get engaged if they want to get involved in a local election? How can they reach out to you and learn more about you? And what is your message for our South Asian listeners and followers? Um, I, I would encourage everybody to get more plugged in, even if you don't live in my particular district. Pay, pay attention to who's on the ballot. Um, several of your city council members may be challenged. Some of your school board members may be challenged as well. Take the time to research those candidates to see and it's not so much about 
who has the magic answers or the magic pot of money, right? Because those things don't exist, right? We need people that have the, you need to be looking for the people that have the, the, their guiding principles and values um, in the right place that are going to steer them through their decision-making. And so that's what you, I really encourage y'all to kind of dig deep when you research your candidates and, and identify who you think's in it for the right reasons. Well, thank you. Thanks for that. And thanks for your public service and your family's public service. Um, we appreciate you coming on and explaining to our listeners what's going on with this local election and how important these positions are um, for our schools and for our teachers and for our parents and for the future of our community. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I wish I had more time. I could talk all day. <laughs> I know it goes by really fast, but thanks so much for coming. That, that concludes our interview. Wise of Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit. We welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. We do not endorse any candidates or political party. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on radio is on DFW. Please subscribe and share. Thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving a hoot with Vice of Texas.